Hey y'all, I'm Melanie. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to the Old North State Podcast. We're bringing you on a deep dive into all things North Carolina. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's a it's gonna be a spooky weekend. It's a it's yes. Halloween weekend. Also, happy birthday, mom. Yeah, m- moms. I guess. Moms. Well, this one comes out on the 29th, So. Well, yeah. Happy belated birthday, Jason's mom. Yeah. Happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. I didn't forget. I know. I talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's Halloween weekend. Tomorrow is our Bart Smart party. Yeah. Hope to see y'all there. If not, you know. You missed out. Oh, well. Sorry. We understand. There's things to do. People are busy. Yeah. Today we have a fun episode for you. We're going to be talking about 20 different specific haunted locations in North Carolina. Some of the things we have talked about in the past. Some of the things we have mentioned. Some of the things we are going to be talking about in the future. But we kind of just wanted to put together a fun little list, talk about extra spooky things for you on this extra spooky weekend. Yeah. But before we do. I have it on this day. What is it? Uh, so we all know that Sir Walter Raleigh was the one who chartered the expeditions uh, to the Lost Colony, Roanoke, whatever you have it. Well, yes. on October 29th. 1618, Sir Walter Raleigh was beheaded for treason in London. Was it light treason or heavy treason? <laughs> um, honestly, both. <laughs> uh, I think it was a little bit of both, but he was beheaded. And honestly, I think it's kind of funny. Huh. Interesting. Well, that is a fun <laughs> fact in, in some way or the other, but that's a good thing to know. Yeah. So, you know, if you're on your way to work right now, tell someone at work the fun little fact that you heard about Sir Walter Raleigh being beheaded for possibly light or heavy treason. <laughs> yeah, and our state capital is named after him, so you're exactly. welcome, everyone. How fun. Um, another thing that we wanted to do before we talk about our list is our friend on Instagram, Kung Fu Dracula. He was kind enough to give us a uh, two bags of... North Carolina-related and Halloween-related goodies. Yeah. So we always see those unboxing videos online. We figured we'd kind of just go through and say thank you individually for the cool things you gave us. Yeah, it's so nice Yeah. They, that uh, you, he did this. So thank you very much. This is awesome. Yeah, so first things first, it's a book about the Presbyterian Hospital. Oh! Spirit of Caring. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we'll have to get into this. I don't... Yeah. Um, the next thing is the Tar Heel Dead book, which is Tales of Mystery and Mayhem from North Carolina. I love it. Mason Jars and the Flood and Other Stories, which I'm guessing is going to be historic story or Appalachian bootlegging Ooh. is what it's going to be. Um, books about Morrisville and books about around Lake Norman. Which um, is funny because we looked at these the other day and I was like, do we need these? And I said, um, you said no, <laughs> let's give it some time. Cause we have a million other books to read and thank goodness. Cause now we have them and we appreciate it. Um, then there's a Michael Myers Funko pop, which is perfect. Um, because we just saw Halloween kills and 
yeah. mixed reviews in this household. I love it. Next thing is um, the Winchester movie, um, the spooky movie that came out a few years ago about the Winchester Haunted Mansion. We did see that when that first came out, and um, we liked it. So I, Yeah, I actually I love this movie. <laughs> and then last but not least, there's this cool little countdown to a Halloween calendar that is um, Nightmare Before Christmas themed, which is great because we actually have um, a few different Nightmare Before Christmas themed mm -hmm. things in our the Halloween decorations that we use, so this fits right in. And then last but not least, there's two stones from that he took from Gravity Hill. Rocks. Yep. Um, so we appreciate those. That's the hill where if you, you know. If you turn your car off, it rolls goes up. uphill. How does it do it? Ghost children. Sure. Um, but yeah, so once again, our friends Kung Fu Dracula. I'm only going to say your Instagram name. Uh, we appreciate it, and we're glad that you came yes, out to our event thank you earlier so much. in the month. I, this is surreal. I absolutely love – this is great. Yeah. Just blown away. All right. So 20 spooky areas of North Carolina. Let's do this. Yeah. So number one is the Country Squire and Liberty Hall in Keenansville. Uh, which is part of Duplin County. Nailed yep. it. Perfect. All right, so the story goes that the spirit of the owner, Joe West, rumored to still hang around to make sure everything is running the way he likes. Darts have been known to fly through the air on their own, and phantom chatter and footsteps can be heard in the jester's court and throughout the halls. Spooky. Have you been there? Um, I have never... Stepped foot in Duplin County. I've driven through it, but yeah, it's definitely on our bucket list going to Duplin County. Yeah, the fact that we haven't gone there yet is just beyond me. Yeah, Duplin County. So Duplin if, Wine, check um, it out. <laughs> exactly. As we're telling these, um, this is an open invitation. So please comment on our Instagram or send us an email. Let us know if you've been to these places and have had your own experiences. Yeah. The second story is the Omni Grove Park Inn in Asheville, which is in Buncombe. Buncombe? Buncombe. Yep. Buncombe that, County. That's what you said. Mm -hmm. The story of the Pink Lady. She's a friendly spirit who has been roaming the halls since she fell to her death in the 1920s. She can often be seen as a pink mist or woman wearing a pink ball gown and most often appears to children. She is blamed on um, for like lights and air conditioning air conditioners turning off and on, as well as the rearrangement of objects and rooms, particularly the infamous room 545. Yes, and we did an episode on the Grove Park Inn back in March. That was our third episode in March, if you want to go back and listen to it. Yeah, my theory for the Pink Lady is actually that, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about was the history of the building. Mm -hmm. A lot of scientific minds oh, had yeah. stayed there throughout the years, including Edison and Ford. Um, the, the plan for the hotel was if, um, Washington was ever to fall, that it would be used as like the next area to house Congress, which is cool. So with all those combined, I think that the pink lady is actually a lady doctor who is stuck in between dimensions because of a failed experiment during world war two. Kind of like a stranger things esque type thing. Um, do you think that's why she takes care of children when they're sick? I think maybe children only see certain types of frequencies. People talk about 
children being more susceptible to like the supernatural, so maybe they yeah. have an easier time seeing her. Or she's just seen the the terrors of war and what adulthood has to offer, and she's like, you know, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my lives. I don't even want to waste my time talking to you adults. <laughs> Children are the nice ones. I'm going to talk to them instead. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's the Omni Grove Park Inn. Go back to listen to that episode. Number three is the Biltmore Hotel. Um it's in Greensboro. Which is in Greensboro, which is Guilford County. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, built in the early 1900s. The hotel's office had an accountant named Philip who died in the alley next to the hotel under mysterious circumstances. It is believed that he may have been murdered for discovering financial discrepancies. A ghost named Lydia, who was a lady of the night, has also been seen in the hotel. She was thrown down the stairs by a client. People have heard loud footsteps, conversations, shuffling of paper, and it is said that to check into room 332 or 223 for a spooky time, 223 is painted pink in her honor. We we talked about this one when we talked about the, the Greensboro sit-in. That's back when I was bringing ghost stories to every story. We did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, we did. It was just a little fun fact at the end. Yeah. All right. Number four. Which we are going to. Soon. Which we will have been to by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, that too. Um, The USS North Carolina in Wilmington, New Hanover County. Commissioned in 1941 and participated in every major naval event in the Pacific during World War II. Five men died on the battleship during an attack by Japanese torpedo strike. Another soldier was killed in a bathroom and his spirit has been seen there now. People have seen other apparitions. Shadow figures peering through portholes, hatches, and doors opening on their own. Sounds of running and objects being thrown across rooms. I just watched the Ghost Hunters episode, season two, episode four, where they went to the battleship. They did not find anything, unfortunately. Yeah, I just read the book written by one of the um, night security guards Mm -hmm. not too long ago. It was a real easy read. He was just saying, like, hey, this happened at this time. This is why I was there, and so on and so forth. He wasn't trying to explain anything. He was just trying to get the word out about his personal experiences. Um, personally, for me, you know, I went to UNC Wilmington, and uh, I was actually supposed to go on to the battleship because when I was in film school, we were doing a documentary on the battleship as a little project. Um, we had all the interviews set up and everything, and then the day that we were supposed to go filming... I uh, I got, like, unexplainably sick for about 24 hours. I never get, like, super sick to the point where I excuse myself from things. And this was the one time that I had to, like, call myself out for this project because I'm like, I can't leave the bathroom right now. Yikes. Which is suspicious. Now looking back. I didn't hmm. know you back then. Hmm. I'm not talking about poisoning. I'm okay. talking about, like, paranormal, like, don't come to our ship. Oh. Yeah, just a thought. (laughs) All right. Numero Cinco. Brown Mountain Lights, which is in Linville, Burke County. So we just talked about the Brown Mountain Lights the other day. They're unexplained lights and have appeared over Brown Mountain for decades. Investigated by the federal government and universities, no one knows the cause of this light. 
not even the X-Files. And they yeah. did an episode about the Brown Mountain Lights, or this at least was, that takes place there. Yeah, this was our last episode in September, if anybody wants to go listen to it for more information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, just long story short, we still have no idea what they are, just a lot of theories. Mm-hmm. So, number six, the Duke Mansion, which is in lovely old Charlotte, Mecklenburg County. It is said that John Avery, a former owner, had an affair with a young writer when his wife was institutionalized. It became clear that he was never going to leave his wife, so she ended the affair. He asked her to meet him one year later, so she did. She saw him, and he approached her. He uttered the words, dead or alive, before trying to grab her, just um, for his hand to go through her wrist. She then found out that he died the week before. So who contacted her? How, how suspicious. So the story is, is that when they called it off, they were like, okay, let's meet at midnight exactly one year from today. So she kept up her end of the bargain and she met him in the garden one year later. And then that's when she saw him Hmm. and he like approached her and then, you know, said, you know, dead or alive. And then she found out that he had died a week before. Mysterious. Yeah, spooky. We talked to someone at the event um, not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> the event, Ghost Stories in Southend. Um, he mentioned that the Duke Mansion had been um, debunked. Oh. Um, but who knows what these folklore things. It's still old. Yeah, still an old creepy place. Not creepy. It's it beautiful, looks really but nice. <laughs> never been there, but it looks nice. Yeah. Another Charlotte story. So, seven, Cape Hatteras, which is a lighthouse in the Outer Banks slash Dare County. A black and white ghost cat has been seen in or around the lighthouse for more than 100 years. This is possibly the cat from the Carol A. Deering, who was the only living thing on board when the ghost ship washed up. Yes. Yeah, we talked about the... We talked about that, that episode is the last week in April. Yeah. We talked about that. That was a good one, too, because that's a, a, a mystery in its own. Mm-hmm. Um, people have also seen the apparition of a man walking along the beach by the lighthouse, and they believe it may be the ghost of the inventor, Theodore Burr, who died in the shipwreck near the lighthouse. Not to be confused with another North Carolina ghost, Theodosia Burr. Yeah. Um, who? I, I also read a book, which is Haunted Lighthouses of like the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're all haunted. It sounds like uh, that was not an easy profession and it drove a lot of people to madness. I believe it. I would totally do it, though. Just you and me hanging out there, going to town every now and then, pick up supplies, farm, look out into the ocean and the abyss, get lost into it, turn to madness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so... (laughs) Devil's Tramping Ground is number eight. It's in Siler City, which is in Chatham County. We also did that episode in April. Um, you can go listen to that one, and then right after that one, listen to the Carol A. Deering episode. Yeah, it's crazy. We've been doing this for nearly a year now, right. um, thanks to the OGs who have been with us every step of the way. I Thank like to you. think we've gotten better. I do, too. <laughs> um, at least sound-wise. Yeah. So, Devil's Tramping Ground. Just outside Siler City lies a barren circle of about 40 feet in diameter. Legend states that the devil comes each night to pace in a circle, wondering what kind of havoc he can bestow next. Nothing will grow in the circle. 
It is reported that if you place an object in the circle, it will be outside the circle the next morning. People who have camped at the site have seen red glowing eyes and heard ghostly footsteps near them. We visited. We did. During the day. During the day. Still very creepy. Still creepy. Very quiet. A lot of litter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the the cool fun fact I have for the Devil's Tramping Ground now that we mentioned that in that episode, but I'm also going to mention it here, is that one of our favorite breweries in Charlotte, Devil's Logic Brewing, they sent a beer to space by using a weather balloon. It went all the way up, saw the curvature of the earth, and then fell back down smack dab in the center of the Devil's Tramping Ground, which is pretty freaky if you ask me. Yeah, the odds of them doing that again are slim. Yeah, they should try them. All right, so number nine is the Biltmore Estate, which is in Asheville, Buncombe County. Buncombe, yeah. Buncombe? Buncombe. Yeah. Um, it was built by the Vanderbilt fam- family, specifically for George Vanderbilt. Caretakers say they believe George and his wife, Edith, still reside in the house. People have heard whispering of the name George, and others have heard laughter, clinking glasses, and splashing from the empty pool. A shadow figure has been um, reported in the library, and also a headless cat has been seen roaming around the grounds. You know, people think that I'm crazy when I say that the first ghost that I saw was a ghost cat. And I'm sorry, but I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, ghost cats are a thing. Yeah. But also cat ghosts, which are when living cats just mess with you (laughs) and convince you that the things that they're doing are ghosts. Cats are creepy. Cats are creepy. That's why we have two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. We all, we've been to the Biltmore Estate. They were we setting have. up for Christmas. It was very beautiful. Aunt Pam won us tickets. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. We would have gone if they weren't already paid for. Yeah, I know. It was nice, though. Yeah. It's it a very beautiful day. It's definitely one of those things that, like, every North Carolina person has to – doesn't have to. My, but everyone ends up doing it anyways. My, my boss is there right now. Oh, how fun. She, she was there yesterday. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So number 10 is the Dunhill Hotel, which is in Charlotte, Mecklenburg County. The Dunhill Hotel and spreading the the word of the ghosts is kind of my little passion project. I try to tell every single person I meet about it. Um, But back in the 80s, while the building was under renovations, a intact skull was found at the bottom of the elevator shaft. And to this day, current staff claim to see Dusty the Dunhill Ghost, which is responsible for different mischievous deeds throughout the hotel. (laughs) Um, We have made ourselves regulars at the bar, pretty much. So the more recent stories we heard are about like a a woman or a, a cackling laugh found without anyone being there in the lobby. And then also a woman in white walking throughout their banquet space, but will disappear when you try to talk to her. Yeah. Our friends at the Hex Files podcast also did an investigation themselves. They have a, a voice was caught on one of their recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes, yeah, I'm convinced. Hey. Yeah. If you watch it, you'll hear it. a little, hey. And then Tamara responds to it because she heard it. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Yeah, it was really creepy listening to it. Yeah, we stayed in room 906, which is like known as the haunted room for a whole slew of reasons. But we were uh, celebrating while we were there. 
Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, we were not as perceptive to the paranormal as we probably should have been. Is a-okay, though? We had a lot to celebrate. Absolutely. Okay, that was the first 10. All right. Does anyone have any questions? <laughs> no? All right, cool. <laughs> Number 11 is Queens University in Charlotte, also Mecklenburg County. Students have reported doors opening and closing on their own in multiple buildings. The wife of first president of the university is said to still roam the Burwell Hall, which is who, um, so the wife of the guy that Burwell Hall is named after. Yeah. A student reportedly took her own life in a room in the Albright Residence Hall. Students in the adjacent rooms will hear knocking coming from the walls at night, and the room itself is always cold, even in the summer. The main campus is said to be haunted by Confederate soldiers. People once heard a blood-curdling scream, only to see a shadowy apparition hanging from a tree. When police arrived, the figure had vanished. Now, that's spooky. That's very creepy. Yeah. Um... Queen City Nerve did a story about Burwell Hall, but it was because they're changing the name. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Anne Burwell owns slaves. Well, she's still there, so. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the State Capitol Building, which is in Raleigh. Um, named after Sir Walter Raleigh, who was beheaded on October 29th, what 1618. What a fun fact. Today. So, Security guards have heard phantom sounds during the day and at night. They hear screams, doors slamming shut, glass shattering, books hitting the floor, keys jingling, and there's a manually operated elevator that will move at odd times of the day from floor to floor. An apparition has also been spotted in the Senate chamber, probably because our legislation is garbage. <laughs> And they're probably no pissed off about it. All right. <laughs> the next number, uh, what number are we on? Is this 13? 12. 13. This is 13. Oh. So the next one is the Dana Auditorium at um, in Greensboro on Guilford College, who I looked up. Uh, Guilford College, their mascot is named Nathan the Quaker. Quakers, good people. Yeah. Talked about them the other they're day. friends. Yeah. When Society of Friendship. Them? It was, um, what's her name? The Washington lady? Dolly Madison? Dolly Madison. Dolly Madison, yeah. Also a good episode. We talked about her in August, if anybody wants to listen to it. But anyway, before Guilford College existed, the land was the site of a bloody battle during the Revolutionary War. When the auditorium stands, where the auditorium stands, once stood a field hospital. People have seen the apparitions of a soldier a man in a brown suit, and a little girl in the choir room. Spooky. Very spooky. So, next is the Carolina Inn in Chapel Hill, which is in Orange County. The spirit of Dr. William Jacox. Jacox? Don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, he is known to play pranks on staff and guests. The inn was once his permanent residence, and he is known as a friendly spirit. His apparition has been described as a well-dressed but portly man. He likes to knock on locked doors and then run away when someone answers them. People have also heard buzzing noises, like like whizzing, like something's whizzing past your ear. And then they also smell the phantom scent of flowers, like fresh 
fresh flowers. So the next is Lydia's Bridge in Jamestown, which is in Guilford County. People have claimed to encounter a lady in white by the name of Lydia when traveling from Janestown to Greensboro on U.S. Highway 70A. If she gets picked up, she'll get into the car and she will vanish before they reach the destination. In the book, Looking for Lydia, the authors cite that the real Lydia was a woman named Annie C. Johnson who died after her car flipped in 1920. This one's freaky because you'll watch like YouTube videos where they've done news segments mm -hmm. and people will like tell the story as if they were the ones like driving and picking her up. And that's just like, yeah, a little too close for comfort. It's creepy. So you don't have to worry about me picking up any hitchhikers. I would hope not. Just saying. Um, so next is one of our favorite places, Rira Irish Pub in Charlotte. Rira opened in 1997 in the second oldest original building in Charlotte. A red brick was found one night after the alarm went off and there was no signs that anyone had entered the building. There are ABCs written on the wall upstairs and it is claimed that each time staff try to remove the letters, they reappear. Um, and this is because the bar was built from an old boarding house, boarding school um, in Ireland. And cold spots have been felt, beer taps turn on by themselves, and you can hear sounds of a sewing machine in the basement. That's because it used to be a mill building. Yeah. Same with Dandelion. They think... Um, Makes sense. Yeah. They uh, they claim similar stories, but they won't go on record. That's stupid. Talking about, oh, shoot. Whoops. <laughs> what are you going to do? Get mad? Yeah. Um, fun fact, the stairwell was built by the people who built the stairwell on the Titanic. That's absolutely true. And another fun fact, I have fallen down those stairs. <laughs> you mean you have fallen down those historical artifacts Yes. from the creators of the Titanic? Yes, I got a very serious bruise on my behind that was very painful. Um, pay attention when you're walking down stairs is all i got to say. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Maybe a ghost pushed you. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, so next is Fort Fisher, which is in Wilmington in New Hanover County. Fort Fisher was the site of two Civil War battles, and there are several legends that surround the fort. The ghost of General W.H.C. Whiting, Whiting? Probably Whiting. Whiting has been seen sitting on the fort's parapet watching over. He was taken prisoner in 1865 and died at Fort Columbus. Some people believe that he feels responsible um, and unable to reconcile the loss of life at the fort during the battles. Um, another fun fact, one of my like great-great-great-great-grandfathers died in the second battle of Fort Fisher. Oh. I learned that from Ancestry.com. That's cool. Yes. So uh, a sentinel or a watcher in the woods has been spotted as well as doors opening for no reason. Um, other occurrences include orbs phantom footsteps, falling objects, and sporadic phantom gunfire. Very spooky. I've been to Fort Fisher before. I believe I've also been, but I don't remember. I visited when I was a student at UNCW. I just went by myself for the day. I think it was my birthday, and I was like, I just want to go for a hike by myself. Mm -hmm. um, couldn't find any trails, but I remember walking through the woods, and I looked down, and I was like, I am surrounded by carcasses right now. A bunch of dead deer. Gross. Yeah, like 
decomposing. You can see their bones and everything. So I turned around and walked away. That's weird. Live to talk about it. Thankfully. Next is the Great Dismal Swamp. Uh, this is a swamp spanning 112,000 acres on North Carolina's northern border with Virginia and was an inspiration for novelist Harriet Beecher Stowe. The Great Dismal Swamp is a reportedly haunted place come nightfall. People have heard strange sounds. They've seen phantom lights and mists, as well as ghosts and shadow figures. People believe that enslaved um, individuals escaped there in the 1600s and lived in small, isolated communities that were away from, you know, the main populations. So... And uh, once again, our friends from the Hex Files podcast, oh, yeah. they've gone there quite a few times. Yeah. They got like a, is that where they got the the print? Yeah. Of Bigfoot? Yeah. A possible Bigfoot? It wouldn't surprise me if there is some type of cryptid in the swamp. It's yeah. It's a creepy looking place. I've always wanted to go. Yeah. We'll have to go with them sometime. Yeah. Next is Teach's Hole in Ocracoke. And we talked about this guy back in August. Good old Blackbeard. Good old Blackbeard. We're friends with his great, great, great nephews. Yeah, shout out to those <laughs> people. Uh, Blackbeard's head was cut off and his body was thrown into the waters near Ocracoke in his final battle. It's claimed that he can be seen on the beach and in the area at night looking for his head, groaning as he walks. Um, that confused me a little bit since he doesn't have a head, but... Those are the reports. Um, ghost lights have also been seen under the water in that area. And I remember that people saw like a body swimming yeah. after his head was cut off. So, And also claimed to that his head was turned into a punch bowl. <laughs> his skull, yeah. His skull that people would drink out of at a bar. Whoever finds that, man. They're going to be so rich. They're probably not going to realize what they have. No. Which is even funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's probably got it in like a storage unit somewhere and they're like, oh, this is probably fake. Whatever. Yeah. Or it's they, like in an antique shop and it's yeah. just like they don't ceramic realize. bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So finally, we have the historic Oakwood Cemetery in Raleigh. There is an angel statue in the cemetery known as the Guardian of Oakwood. According to local legend, every Halloween at midnight, the angel's head spins around 12 times and then stops. Some claim that the entire angel will turn around. It is also reported that her stone eyes will follow your every move. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. That's spooky. Yeah. I would love to do those type of challenges. But, you know. Okay. We can't be in a cemetery at midnight. That's, I mean, technically we can, but it'll just look weird. Yeah, well... It's frowned upon. They usually have the signs like, no That's true. trespassing after from sundown to sunset or whatever. But we've driven through cemeteries at night before. Man, I keep incriminating myself today. Oh. <laughs> it's public space. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's wonder just, if there's any challenges like that for Elmwood Cemetery. Like, if, you know... Speaking of, the Drop Dead 5K is coming up. Yeah, that's going to be next weekend. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. As of today, we still have not gotten notices for how to volunteer. We yeah. signed up and everything. We signed up, but we haven't been told what they need us for. <laughs> it's probably going to be a, a last minute thing. Like, all right, guys, see you on that's this okay. day. I don't oh, mind. well, we're excited to be a part of it. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. That was 20 
spooky stories that you just uh, went on a little trip with us through. Yeah, and that is by no means a comprehensive list. Just ones that we... Um, just kind of the most frequently that are in, you know, a lot of these articles that you'll see. I just wanted to kind of make a nice little list for everyone. And we're also trying to set the standard that if there is like a top 10 story of ghost stories in North Carolina, there's absolutely no reason to not have a story from Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> um, because they're worth it and they're spooky. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Yep. Just as I was saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> we know there's a lot of podcasts about North Carolina ghost stories, so we uh, thank you that you're listening to ours. Yes, thank you very much to all of our listeners, um, all of our new listeners. Thank you for stopping by, and all of our faithful listeners who've stuck with us this long. We absolutely appreciate it. I don't think we thought that it would get this far. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. And we're happy. We're very happy, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy it's that Halloween. weekend. It's, um, you know, the end of spooky season for some people, but I can promise you myself that we are spooky all year round. Yes. So. And be safe, make smart choices, and eat a lot of candy. Well, not too much. Yes. Eat it all. Just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. Watch out for razor blades. Talk to you next oh week. Oh, God. <laughs> Bye. Sources for today's episode can be found on our website at anchor.fm slash oldnorthstatepod. If you want to send us a topic suggestion, a funny story, or if you just want to say hi, you can email us at oldnorthstatepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at oldnorthstatepod. Cheers, y'all.